Show tiempo, Jordan Caruth. I'm back from Atlanta. And I wish I was back to better news. Oh, my goodness, dude. What has happened dude, to our Lakers? <laughs> um, we are recording with 33 seconds left in the Lakers-Pacers game. It is At least that's a- what it shows on mine right now, Alex. You're probably a little <laughs> bit ahead of me, but I see a score of 136 to 94. I've seen the Pacers score 33, 36, 32, and 35 points per quarter today. What has happened to the Lakers tonight against the Pacers? Oh, my. Defense does not travel for the Lakers. I do not want to recap this game at all. Is that okay with you? I, I don't want to recap it, but I know we're going to get into it. I, there's just so much surrounding the Lakers right now that you almost expect them to play this crappy because of the unknown that's that's just surrounding this team. And I know we weren't planning on talking about it, but I really do think that this kind of loss, all the drama – with everybody yelling at each other over the weekend, I think we're going to go. We're going to get some reports about Luke Wallen getting fired again, Jordan. That's how. That's how crazy oh this goodness. week has been. I'm not going down that road. Where I want to start today, Alex, everybody is, wants I believe, to start. I believe Harrison Fagan is the one that put this out on social media, saying, "I don't know if it was Harrison. I think it was someone from the crew at Silver Screen and Roll put this out that the." Uh, they, they turned on the alerts for Woj. Every time he tweets, it just pops up on your phone. Yep. So like, that is a great idea. So I did that. So now every single time Woj puts out any retweet or tweet, that thing is getting just front VIP status on my you phone. Know, it is getting pushed all the way to the front main screen. Listen, the guys over at Silver Screen and Roll are covering this from beginning to end. Like Every detail is on the website right now. And there's another guy that I'm following who has been all over this, Jordan, Brad Turner. <laughs> He he covers, he today, covers the you? Lakers for the LA Times, and he's been all over it. I'm excited because, well, ah, uh, the basketball is not exciting me, so the storylines have to excite me. You know what I mean? It's it's been that kind of a stretch here since LeBron got hurt. I know he's back. He was back today. He scored 18 points, but um, yeah, I mean, how can you not be excited about what's the possibility? The possibilities are endless, basically. Okay. Yeah. I'm not used to you being optimistic at all. Oh, so I'm not. usually you're just throwing me off a little bit right I'm now. I'm not optimistic. By the way, that uh the great Lakers Pacers game has gone final, one thirty six ninety four. Um nice. Okay. So <laughs> let's talk about what we learned today. And speaking of Woj and having his alerts on, this gets sent to the phone. Uh constant updates today about a potential trade with Anthony Davis. We're recording obviously on a Tuesday afternoon following this Pacers game. Um what was your initial reaction when you saw that the Lakers have offered Lonzo Ball, Kyle Kuzma, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, Zubots, KCP, and two first-round picks for Anthony Davis and Solomon Hill? My initial reaction is basically the same reaction I still have right now. I was like, that's ridiculous. That's too much. And I know that you will make fun of me, and I know that most Laker fans will disagree with me. And this is all I will say. If you give me one player back between Ingram, Lonzo, and Kuzma, you can have everything else. If you trade every single thing that you just mentioned, the Lakers will be running out with water boys and their entire G League team and Anthony Davis and LeBron James, and that is it. I just, so you're telling me that you're willing to give up on the opportunity to get Anthony Davis just so here, you can keep Kyle Kuzma? No, here's why I not willing to make that trade as well is because all of a sudden like we're getting used to as Laker fans is 
Okay, well, let's see what happens in the summer. And I'm sick and tired of waiting to see what can happen, if it can happen, who's coming, who who's the possibility. It was Durant, it was Westbrook, it was Paul George, it was Kawhi. No one's coming. And that's the mentality that I have now. It's you have this core, whether you believe in them or not, that's your own opinion. And I know I'm on the minority. I'm not going to sit here and deny like I like most people agree with me, but I just think it's so damn much for you're you're just totally getting rid of your future just to it's because and knowing that you're going to need another piece or two or three. If you if you trade all those things, your draft pick, your money, your your young core, it's it's a total package that you are just totally leveraging your entire future for Anthony Davis, who has shown that he cannot lead a team to the playoffs on a consistent basis. And that's where I get worried about it is that I'm tired of waiting for summers and empty promises. Wait, are you down on Anthony Davis? I'm down on giving up all that for Anthony Davis because it leaves you with nothing. It leaves you with a 34-year-old LeBron James who just is coming off the biggest injury of his career, who's going to be 35 next season, and Anthony Davis. Is Anthony Davis a a once-in-a-generation player? Dude, absolutely. He's an amazing player. But in the NBA of 2019, you don't win with centers. Who's winning with centers right now? Well, okay. So my my, my takeaways when I saw this was – surprise first of all like i was really surprised that that was an offer i can't that's it's just so much you're not used to seeing those kind of packages being offered up in the nba so i was just really i was shocked that i saw it because it looks like something you would see on twitter from just some random person you know like oh well you can do this trade and this and this and this and then this is actually what magic johnson sent to the pelican i can't believe the pelicans haven't just taken it um I, I guess you can say that you're going to get the same exact offer in the summer, but are you? Because I, I kind of think that Anthony Davis's value, and correct me if I'm wrong here, Alex, but it, part of his value right now is the fact that he's not going to be just this unrestricted free agent this summer. Like you still have some control over Anthony Davis. So every single day, his value diminishes a little bit. Now it's not a lot, but it, it does diminish every single day. So in my opinion, Anthony Davis's value is at its peak right now. And so I'm not sure you're going to get a better trade offer at all. If you're the Pelicans, I, I can't imagine that you're getting offered something more. Now I will ask you this question though, because I could see this could be like one wrinkle in this whole situation. And I really hadn't given it much thought before I started asking around with some friends who follow the NBA and everything. Um, would you, what, like what's more valuable to you? The number one pick this year in the draft, Zion, essentially. The number one pick or what you saw from what the Lakers offered up to the Pelicans. Like, what has more value? Well, the Lakers won't be getting the number one pick. They won't be getting... No, but that's not my question. What we're, like, if you're the Pelicans, would you rather have the Lakers offer or would you just rather have Zion? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, for me, personally, I would probably go with the Lakers offer because it's so much. It's so much. That who it knows is. What and you so can do my, with it. My, my initial thought was, well, obviously the Lakers, because you're getting multiple first round picks. But if you're trading away Anthony Davis to partner up with LeBron James, it's not like you're going to get the number one pick anytime soon mm-hmm. with those first rounders. So, I, I mean, I wonder if they're actually considering it because so far everyone I've asked that it surprised me. And it's not like I'm texting Woj here or anything like that. But every single person that I've asked has said, I think I'd rather have the number one pick. 
And I'm just surprised by that. I don't know what the right answer is. I don't know which one yeah, really does dep- have more value. It just depends There's obviously on your more choice. substance with what the Lakers have. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe if they do. I, I know it's a really small percentage of the Knicks getting the number one pick. It's like, what, 12.5%? So I know it's a, it's a small chance that it happens with the Knicks, and the Knicks happen to be one of the teams on Anthony Davis's so-called list. That's what I wanted to get to next is because you say that the you know the the Lakers don't have to offer that in the summer. If you're the Pelicans and you already know that Anthony Davis gave you four teams: the Lakers, the Knicks, the Bucks, and the Clippers. So why wouldn't your offer be the same in the summer? He already said he'll sign with you, so he's not threatening to go sign somewhere else if you get tra- if you trade for him. If Anthony Davis gets traded to the Lakers, he will sign a long term extension. That's that's gonna happen. So, but when I saw the offer to go even back to that. Didn't it kind of seem like that's what the Pelicans would start asking for and the Lakers would kind of work their way down from there? I never thought that that would be the Lakers' offer. I thought that's exactly what the Pelicans want, and then you negotiate and work your way down. But the Pelicans, if you believe everything that's been reported, you know it's all kind of the same story. So whoever's talking for the Pelicans, I'm assuming it's their GM just telling everybody what they want, what he wants to, out, to be out there. It's they they just have worked it perfectly where they did not reply they did not you know there was no negotiations it was magic like, all right take this okay take this okay take this okay take this and uh yeah it just i i really think the it the the lakers offer is where i thought the pelicans would start i really really did not ever foresee the lakers to offer all of that i did not see right that. they offer that package and then according to the reports you're barely even getting a response from the other side like it seems like something they would offer and this is an offer where they're not even really talking to you. Now maybe it changes and this story seems to have changed like every single day. Um, one of the things I wonder if the Lakers would offer the same package this summer. I, I that could be a tactic the Lakers could use uh, saying like, if you're going to, you can say Anthony Davis's value goes down every single day. So, Hey, this is what we're offering now. Cause we'll get as much control as we will. We'll get them early. Or we can uh, have a similar offer, but maybe not this full offer in the summer. And good luck getting something more. Like good so, luck, good luck going out there. Like because then it actually becomes a real risk. But for then the in the summer, I'm not sure they get a better offer than what they got today from the Lakers. Yeah, but then in the summer, if you also believe other reports, that now it's Danny Ainge is calling Dell Demp saying like, "Hey, if you just wait for us, our offer is better than the Lakers, or our offer is whatever to the Lakers." So if you're the Lakers. You know, you have to start worrying about the Celtics because you the the reports are that the Celtics want in on it too. They just can't do it right now. So, I have it, a solution. And you ready for this? Yeah, absolutely. You remember in December when this conversation we started talking about Anthony Davis in December? Something something happened in the there was some report about something, and we started talking about him. We offered Christmas. We were willing to trade Christmas mm-hmm. for Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. Turns out that wasn't enough. <laughs> Yeah, turns out the Pelicans would have turned down that trade offer. I thought that was a sweetheart deal. I thought that was just we give you Christmas. We'll give up Christmas forever. Would not have been enough. So here's my new offer. You ready for this? I'm ready. Very similar to what you kind of hear now, but with one little wrinkle. Kuzma, this is what the Lakers are giving up. Kuzma, Hart, Ball, Ingram, two first rounders. Yep. I like Zubats. I don't want to include them. Okay. We'll see. Of this all is the my players, Zubats, this is my starting point. Zubats is the guy you don't. Okay, got it. Even though you're yeah, bringing yeah. in a center, you don't want to get rid of Zubats. Got it. But you got it. Yeah. And then you're yes. gonna have you're gonna have four centers on your team. Okay. Keep fine, going. Fine, fine, fine. Who do you give me? Someone you want to keep? 
I want to keep. I'm gonna, let's keep of, Josh Hart. Josh Hart is a Chelsea fan. I want to keep one of the three. I want to keep one of Ingram, Kuz, and Lonzo. And I know it's not going to happen, but I want one of those three. I don't care which one. All right. Well, I'm just Honestly, trying to make it. I'm just trying to be realistic right now, Alex. Gosh, can I just, keep? Come on. Can I keep Rondo? I really don't need to see Caruso. Fine, we'll keep Rondo. I really don't need to see Caruso and Benga be our starting. You know, point Listen, guard. The point is, just trade anyone that you have drafted and who is under the age of 25. Because if you send them all to the Pelicans, you already got Julius Randle there. Here's what you can do: the Pelicans can increase the value of their franchise. They rebrand and they rebrand as the Lakers under 25 squad. Okay. Value goes up. You get the young Lakers core with Kuzma, Randall, Ingram, Ball, Hart. We get to watch all the Zubots because you just traded him away for just to do it. Um, we, Laker fans, all of a sudden, yeah, same conference. I get it, but you get a under 25 squad to follow yeah. along on, uh, out east. Well, so how what about, do you think about dude, that? New Orleans and Charlotte switch team names like they switch underwear, so why not just straight call them the New Orleans Lakers? Like They're the basically the Lakers of New Orleans. Right, but it's the young Lakers. So whether you want to call them the baby Lakers, the young Lakers, the under 25s, whatever you want to do with it, I think you give them the opportunity of rebranding value skyrockets just because of the affiliation with the Los Angeles Lakers. Boom, massive hit. Their value goes up. Anthony Davis gets to play out West. It's a win-win, and we don't have to give out Christmas. And we let them change their arena name to Staples Center. Yes. Staples Center, the big, easy Staples Center. Yep. So what do you think? Do you think they'll do that? No. Okay, me either. But I mean, but that's basically what they're, shot. That is exactly what they're going to be if this trade goes through. They're going to be the Lakers U25 in New Orleans. It almost feels that dramatic. Like the Pelicans are like demanding part ownership of the franchise, the Lakers, to give up Anthony Davis. Yeah, I'm surprised they haven't asked to like take some of the some of the banners and jerseys down from the Staples Center rafters. Like, hey, can we have some of those too? Can we have? Yeah, can we either have just one? Start of, grabbing it. Yeah, can we have one of Kobe's eight or twenty four? We don't really care which one, but we want one. They it's, might turn that down too. I can't. I I'm really. They they should wait. They really should wait for the summer. I'm just so surprised the Lakers offered what they did. And then I heard I was listening um, to Locked On Lakers a little bit earlier on, and uh, you should check that out, silverscreenandroll.com. Anthony Irwin, uh, also Harrison Fagan, joined the podcast. Uh, one question for you guys. Anthony, if you're listening, um, you got blocked by Woj. I got to hear that story. <laughs> what, what happened there? You, you, I'm just. I, I found that out today while listening. I really. I, I didn't. I didn't know he blocked people. I really thought Woj never even looked at his mentions. Not like he replies to people. Yeah, what does he need to reply to anyone yeah. for? He is a news source. He doesn't. I Woj has to have like a burner account where he just follows friends and stuff. Like, like I, Anthony must have really messed up, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's not just a random thing. Like Anthony must have done. He must have said something and that wrong. Sucks, man. You're you're missing a lot of information. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he has. I'm sure Anthony's got some burner account just to follow along with, oh, uh, with Woj. Probably just Woj bomb follow. That's probably what it is. We just we just called out his fake account. Is there a so, uh, is there a, is there a tool that can t- show you every account that's blocked you? I would love to see who's blocked me, if anybody. No, I think you can just get a list of who you've blocked. Yeah, but that's a good question. That'd be a cool little feature. Well, anyway, uh, listening to Locked On Lakers, and you should do the same exact thing. Find it silverscreenandroll.com. They're also talking about Levar Ball uh, deciding to go on a Phoenix radio station. Man, uh, didn't miss that guy. Yeah, I don't. I don't care what he said. I, I don't. Okay. I just. I. I get it. 
He's he is entertaining. He's you know he's going to draw headlines obviously because he is you know your starting point guard's father. And any and we all flipped out when Anthony Davis's dad said my son will never play in Boston. So I guess it's kind of we got to take the good and the bad if we're going to listen to dads all of a sudden. We can't just slam Lavar and praise Anthony Davis because it benefits us, right? So yeah, what did Lavar have to say now? Because I saw it, but I haven't heard it. I really haven't heard it yet. Yeah, I listened to parts of it. <laughs> uh, I heard him say that Luke Walton is a terrible coach. And Shocker. that Lonzo Ball... Like, the one thing... The, my main takeaway from it was he said that the Lakers are giving his kid a loser's mentality. So he wants him to get traded to the Suns. <laughs> you know, like, okay. I, does that make sense to you? No, he... It's like, no. the Lakers... Like the, He's like, Lonzo's never been a loser. He's, he's won everything. All my kids win everything. Um, but this I, has been a losing franchise for th- three years. Luke Walton is a loser coach, according to LeVar. And so um, Lonzo now has a loser's mentality, and he's blaming the Lakers for it. So he thinks a move to the Suns would really change things. Well, can I play the audio? Because I want to hear like his inflection on this. Can I just play it real oh, quick? Yeah, go for it. He's, he's I didn't know you had it. Seen it's because they got some, some young athletes. They, they've been losing. They need a winning attitude. Um, the Lakers gave my boy that losing attitude. If you look at my boys, one thing they do do is win. Do do? Being undefeated, Jello and Mello winning 60 games in a row. I mean, my boys don't lose too much. But when it got to the Lakers, they got that Luke Walton was the worst coach ever for Lonzo because he had a losing mentality. He'd been losing for three years. He, did you notice he said Luke Walton was like past tense? Yeah. Well, because I'm pretty sure... Is that sure, on purpose? No, I, I believe that he is under the assumption that Lonzo will never play for the Lakers again because he's hurt. So he was Lonzo's coach. There's just... <laughs> I'm I tired. I'm so, audio. I'm so tired of LeVar just saying, like, all oh, my three kids, my three... Dude, you, Lonzo's had his chance here. He's And he's played well. So let's not act like he was, like, some failing, like... He was the number two pick. Should the, should the Lakers have taken De'Aaron Fox instead? Maybe. But Lonzo's played well. Let's not act like like Luke is the problem here. I mean, he got hurt. He's not. He played well. I, LeVar Ball is just going to say whatever he wants. He knows his kid's going to get traded, whether it's right now through Thursday or in the offseason. So he's already trying to set up moves. And really going to Phoenix with their 10 wins, is that really going to help your son? Hey, show some respect. 11 wins, I believe. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I must have missed it. They're, they're so few and far between here and there, you know? Yeah, I don't blame you. Not watching the Suns every single night. Not watching you have better things to do? Well, I'm, watching, uh, I'm already watching one losing team, so I, it's hard to watch two losing teams because the Lakers have been so bad. You know, now they're five, so do you, back to 500. Do you think Davis gets traded by Thursday? If you're the Lakers, you, bet, you better hope your ass you get Anthony Davis because what I saw tonight, it just looked like that team has quit because they are just morally deflated. Those guys, they looked lost. How many times did they out-rebound each other and, get, uh, and cause a turnover? They were fighting for balls. I just feel that Luke does not have the locker room right now. Like, he just doesn't. And it's hard to blame the players for not playing great when all they hear is like, well, I'm gone, you're gone, you're gone, you're gone. Why are we going to go out there and give it our best? And even if they do go out there and give it their best, as soon as there's any sort of tension, as soon as there any anything bad goes, like today when they gave up 35 points in the first quarter, you're like, ah, screw this, man. Like We're getting traded tomorrow, so what does it matter? And if you're the Lakers, 
And if you're Rob Polinka and Magic Magic Johnson, you created this. It's been so open that you want Anthony Davis that you created this. So now you better go get Anthony Davis before Thursday because you've just lost this season. For sure you just lost this season. Like, what is this season even going to be if you don't get Anthony Davis and you're stuck with all these guys that for three months have heard that, oh, they're all going to get traded. And now you're stuck with them. So... Do I think it's going to happen? No, but I sure hope so. Even though I don't love the trade, it can't be any worse than what I'm seeing right now. Well, can it? Well, (laughs) one thing you can't do at the end of this, whatever happens by Thursday, is you can't walk away from the situation and say the Lakers didn't try because they have offered everything they can possibly offer. And we joke about trading Christmas and we joke about rebranding the Pelicans, but they're really not that far yeah. off in those conversations. You know, what's really, they sit. you know, what's really interesting is that we've talked about it in, in, in previous weeks about how the more these young guys play, the less their trade value becomes. And turns out, Jordan, that we were right, because I think in the offseason, if Anthony Davis said trade me, I think we probably could have traded a lot less to get him because of that potential because of the hype around the three, four young guys, I think that the fact that these guys were forced to play, to force the team, that your dog agrees with me, that that, <laughs> Wife just got that I really do think that because they had to play so much, it put a light on them and it's not a great light. So now the Lakers were forced to offer all this stuff, cap relief, draft picks, you know, Rondo, Beasley, Stevenson, JaVale, Jeannie might even get thrown in the trade. Who knows? Like, um, I really do think that we were correct, and it's it, it sucks if you're a Laker fan because, I mean, Jordan, I'm just going to be selfish right now and just I'm going to lay it all out there. Two weeks ago, I before this AD stuff got serious, I ordered a Kuzmania shirt, and what? And I haven't got it yet because Kuz, because Kuz's website sucks. So by the time I get it, I'm not even going to wear. Sure, his website's great. It's he's going to get traded. I can say it sucks. Who cares? But do you you think these guys are actually getting traded this week? I I, I like I just said you don't man. think the Anthony Davis thing is going to happen, but you think all these guys are going to be gone too? So no, I'm I missing said, something. I, no, I said I I hope it happens because yeah. do I think it happens? Honestly, probably not. I think my Kuzmania sure. I'm just trying to be dramatic. I really am just yeah. trying to be. But I think cool. I do think a lot of Laker fans are reacting that way. Don't you think? Like if you like. People are stressing out. They're over it. They just want some resolution to this to this never-ending story that's that doesn't get concluded until Thursday. Yeah, I'm glad there's at least a deadline for this because then at least we can just circle apart on our calendar and yeah. say, "All right, if it doesn't happen by then, we'll we'll talk to you it's, again in the summer." Yeah, it's absolutely different what we did in December. Like, oh, let's trade for Anthony Davis here. Take Santa. Take Rudolph. And then once, right. if he would have said, "I want to trade in December," this would have been never ending for the last six to eight weeks. And yeah, luckily for us stressed out Laker fans, as you can tell, I'm being very dramatic today. Like, I'm it's so glad. Dramatic. I'm so glad Thursday at noon is cannot come fast enough. Really, it can't. And I haven't even checked Twitter since we started. Did anything change since that? Like, did anything? Happen? Well, Harrison <laughs> gave me that great idea of just having those messages from Woj sent straight to my phone. Yeah. And I don't see anything, so it looks like we haven't missed anything while taping. Which means as soon as this podcast goes live, there's going to be a bunch of new news. Right. And then new news and LeVar said doo-doos. I like that. New news and doo-doos. <laughs> yeah, nothing. Podcast. I'm not seeing anything here. I'm just going through Twitter because you never know with the NBA. It's been such a wild, wild like week of speculation. Now I'm seeing Trevor Ariza's back on the block because the Wizards are terrible. 
and uh, Jabari Parker. So weird. Did you see like the Jabari Parker might be a Laker? Like who knows who's going to be a Laker on Friday? Who really? Who knows? What a weird day. What a Lakers very fans. weird day. Because we're In between all these trade talks, that offer that actually comes out, Lavar <laughs> Ball saying what he said in Phoenix. All these. I mean, it's just what a weird day. Isn't like, it? Can it get more weird on Wednesday and even more weird on Thursday? Like. Have we hit the ceiling on this, or can no. we go even higher? Yeah, absolutely, dude. It's, it's, this is not. Like what's over. next? What, what could possibly be next? What is tomorrow? What is Wednesday going to bring us? They're going to sign Carmelo Anthony in preparation to trade all these guys. They have to fill a roster. I told my buddy, I was like, if they make that trade, they're one hundred percent Carmelo Anthony's a Laker this year. Yeah, I totally agree with that. 100%. That's the only scenario I see it. And I don't know who else is out in the streets right now, but who is uh, is Shaq available? Is uh, is Kobe healthy right now? Like, I'm let's surprised just, you said Shaq before Kobe. Yeah, I, I don't know why I said Shaq. He was the first. I was in Atlanta, and he, he Shaq popped up everywhere in Atlanta. He's still in my head. What do you wait? You saw Shaq in Atlanta? Yeah. So he had this a uh, uh, Shaq's Funhouse party on Friday night, and it was promoted. Way to bury the lead, dude. It was promoted everywhere. He was all over Atlanta, and uh, yeah, it was like the Migos, Diplo, Tiesto, and he was the the house DJ Friday night. Get it, Shaq. Nice, Shaq. Yeah, dude. Atlanta was so just you go? incredible. No, dude, dude. Six hundred dollars to get in the door. You know people. I do know people. You know how to get into places without tickets. We actually ended up at the Patriots Hotel, uh, okay. and we actually ended up with some LA Times writers. You know, partaking in some fun. I won't. I won't call out names here, but I have guesses. Can I guess? You can guess. I'm not going to say who though. I'm not going to guess then, because then. That's I will say that game. we uh, ran into Dan Marino that night, and we will. I will say this: we also ran, there's some famous people that we ran into. Uh, real L.A. famous people. Bill Plaschke was there that night. Oh, name dropper! Yeah, so, Shaq and Bill Plaschke. Shaq, what Bill a Plaschke week in Atlanta! And Dan Marino. That was all in one night, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, like honestly, can you think of another scenario that's going to make this a more wild week than when? the Lakers trade for Anthony Davis and then sign Carmelo Anthony and they introduce him in the same press conference. The only thing that could make it more weird is if the Lakers trade LeBron James for Anthony Davis. Well, (laughs) I saw a tweet today and I'm going to pull it up because it was honestly, it was great. Uh, One of the Andy Kamininski uh, who covers the Lakers for, I believe ESPN 710 LA said Mm -hmm. LeBron's just going to, this is in the middle of this blowout tonight. He said LeBron's just going to simplify things and demand a trade to the Pelicans. I don't think the Pelicans would accept it. God, who knows what they who knows what they would want with LeBron, right? Well, yeah. I mean, Anthony Davis is younger. Dude, I don't know. You mad like at this point just trade him. Let's just swap LeBron for Anthony Davis. No. No, you need them both. Did you think that has this year that you were so happy about, and I told you there's going to be – I had trepidations. I had worries. I yeah, was, yeah, you were a total yeah, hater. You yeah. said LeBron's going to get hurt, yeah. and then it, you spoke that into reality, so great job by you. Well, you couldn't you said, unspeak LeBron's going to get hurt, Lakers going to be terrible, and you're sick of waiting. And like, well, look what we're doing again. <laughs> there's a deadline at least. You should feel better about yourself. I, I mean, just, come on. You can't say the Lakers aren't trying here. Look what They offered everything. I know they offered everything they could possibly know, offer. But like I start, like I started the podcast with, I'm not happy about what they offered. That's I'm. Trying Why is it so hard to trade with the Lakers in this league? 
like Porzingis gets dealt. Like, what is that trade? And it's so difficult for the Lakers to give up their whole franchise for Anthony Davis. Yeah, I mean, what the hell? The Pelicans, are they even considered to be in the power position here? The dude wants to leave. He's just going to walk. Did you see? And then, <laughs> they don't have all the leverage. Something's happening, too, because Shams reported today that, that Davis is cleared to play. But the Pelicans are just not going to play him until after the deadline. They're not risking anything. After so, the deadline, they should shut him down for the season. What, what if that guy tears his ACL? Then we're cool. Then we don't get him. Shoot, John Wall tore his Achilles today just slipping in his kitchen. Who knows what could happen? <laughs> yeah, life's a wild ride. So if you think it got crazy this week, wait till the summer. Oh, just you wait. Just, just you wait, Padilla. So are we going to do our uh, our predictions since since we won't be uh, us ourselves, me and you, Jordan, we won't be uh, on air. We'll, we'll, we'll have resolution by the time we do our next podcast. So what do you think? What's going to happen? <laughs> um, my prediction is that the Pelicans accept the Lakers offer this summer. <laughs> okay. In the summer. Yeah. So, I think they, uh, I think they go with the Lakers because the Lakers are going to have the best offer, mm-hmm. and they're just going to have to get over the fact that they're trading them to the Lakers. Yep. And I think they wait till then. That's my prediction. What's yours? Anthony Davis will be a will. Ah, gosh. I, Say it. I'll just, I'll just play along. I think Anthony Davis will be a Laker by Thursday. He will oh, be. You're, you're, he, there's no passion in this. You don't believe what you're saying. He will be in the lineup, but I don't know. He'll be in the lineup and he'll play against the 76ers on Sunday in Philly. Talk dirty. Dude, look at this. What if they trade for Anthony Davis on Saturday, February 23rd in New Orleans? Oh, my goodness. Did you just see what Woj tweeted? No. Tell me. Did it happen? Is it official? The Pelicans have accepted the – I'm just Uh, kidding. I'm kidding. All right. We'll uh, we'll talk next week and figure out what actually happened, huh? (laughs) You know know what you just did? You know how many heart attacks you gave to people? Mainly me. Yeah, we'll no. talk to everybody next week when Anthony Davis, who's going to be wearing number 23, LeBron or Anthony Davis? That's another question. We'll figure LeBron. it out next week. Thanks, everybody. Alex Padilla at, Alex, pa- at Alex Padilla 86 on Twitter. Jordan Carruth at Jordan Carruth with two R's on Twitter in Carruth because I always mess that up. We'll talk to you guys next week when Anthony Davis is wearing a Laker jersey. <laughs>